Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, we're just doing a recording here. We're doing a little devotional. No, you're Okay. Oh. Yeah, we're just right here, but if someone comes, we'll we'll hightail it over here. Hey, Davis. We're coming to you tonight from McFarland Park. I guess today because y'all aren't watching it tonight. But um, we are filming on location here, and we're super excited. And I apologize if I start sweating profusely or get attacked by bugs, or if some car goes by blaring some music, yeah. or whatever. Um, so tonight we are going to be finishing up our study on the Beatitudes. Um, so today's text comes from Matthew chapter five and verse ten. Um, where Jesus says, Blessed are they who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Um, so, in true diva fashion, we're going to um, kind of look at the definition of it first. And the definition that Google gave me was persecution, or to persecute, is defined as to treat someone cruelly or unfairly, especially because of religious or race or political beliefs um, and so when when i think of persecution a lot of times think of the, the physical things and there are so many examples in the bible of um, christians being persecuted um, so the first example we're going to look at is in second corinthians chapter 11 and starting in verse 23 are they servants of christ i'm a better one i am talking like a madman with far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings, and often near death. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes, less one. Three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked, and not in a day I was adrift at sea. So, I don't know about y'all, but I have never endured anything like that um, because of Christianity. And I, it's hard for me to even imagine a world where that is common. Um, but as we're going to see, there are many examples of that. Yeah, I mean, um, even the Old Testament, and persecution is not just in the New Testament with Christians. I mean, it started way back in the Old Testament. And um, one example I have is Elijah, who was one of the prophets for God. And Elijah, was he was standing up for God and... Show, trying to show that he was the one true God because at that time the queen and, and king they wanted everyone to worship Baal, an idol. And so after Elijah proved that Baal is a fake and you know, our Lord is the one true God Jezebel wants to kill him so Elijah flees because he's terrified for his life and he runs off into the wilderness and hides out in a cave and he, um, he's really just pitying himself and asking God to, to kill him and just get it over with. Um, 
but God knows that Elijah still has some good left in him and has some work to do. So God is going to reveal himself to Elijah. So he sends a wind and a fire. And the Bible says that um, God was not in the wind of the fire. It says in 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 and 2, that there, there was a still small voice and God was in the still small voice. And so um, maybe that's what Elijah needed. Elijah didn't need this great wind or fire like he thought he did. He just needed that still small voice, that calmness to show that even in the smallest element, God is still more powerful than any persecution and any fear that he had. Um, the example that I have is in Acts 5, um, and it's when the apostles were preaching um, in Jerusalem, and um, they got thrown into prison. Uh, it starts in 17, chapter 5, verse 17. And so, um, you know, the high priest throws them into prison. And the angel of the Lord comes down and opens the, the prison gates and they're let out. And the angel tells them to go back to the temple and preach. And so a lot of us would be fearful, like, well, they just threw us in jail. What are they going to do to us next time? But we, as we know, the apostles didn't do that. And you know, they went back to the, te the temple and were preaching about God. Um, and then, you know, people found out when they went down to get them. You know, the people found out that they were they had escaped or got out. And, um, and then... You know, they were brought, they were back in the temple, so they were brought back in and beaten um, for preaching again and, you know, threatened not to speak of Jesus' name. And, you know, if something like that happened to us, like, we would be so discouraged. I mean, like, I can talk to myself. I would be so discouraged. I'd be like, I just got out of, you know, I just got thrown into prison. You know, I tried again, and I, you know, I got beaten. You know, do I try again and fail again? You know, that's how our human mentality is. Like, we just think, you know, once you fail at so, so many times, you know, you, you just feel like you need to quit. You need to give up. Um, but it's, like, if you look at verse 41 and 42, and this is after they've been threatened, you know, not to speak of Jesus again. Um, they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in every house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. So I just thought that was so powerful. Like they were rejoicing that they had just gotten beaten mm -hmm. and threatened not to speak of Jesus again. Like they were, that they were counted worthy, you know, to be persecuted. And it's just like, that's just not how I've ever thought of that. Like when you think of persecution, you think of it being like a negative thing. Um, you know, like in the Bible, like. For Jesus, like, it's a really good thing, you know. So I just thought that was a really interesting example. Yeah. And, um, I kind of want to move into, like, why we are persecuted. Um, and a lot of it is that people who don't know Jesus don't understand why we act the way we act, why we're happy Titus chapter 2 verse 14 um, they talk about how when Jesus purifies you um, you're a peculiar people um, and that's what we, we want to strive to be we want to strive to be different from the world um, there's several verses where it talks about being different from the world um, just a few I have 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 let me flip up there real quick um 
it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So, I mean, it says, you know, at the end that the darkness, which sin, you know, gets compared to darkness a lot in the Bible. So, you know, it's saying that the world is darkness, basically, and God is the light. And he called us out of the light. So he brought us out of the world, pretty much. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, um, it's kind of a common verse. It says, Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So, you know, right there, it's saying, you know, our thoughts, such our actions should be transformed from the world in line with what God's perfect word and will says for us. And then there's, I don't have, I didn't write them all down because there's so many, like in Psalms and Proverbs, especially about not walking with the wicked, um, you know, don't follow the advice of the wicked, you know, and about being wise and following God's word. There's just so many verses there that you can, you know, look up in your own time. Next we want to talk about like who persecutes Christians. So many times we, we see the world as the only people who can persecute Christians, but um, for Paul, that wasn't the case. And if we go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26, um, we're reading there earlier, um, but if we continue on reading, um, he says, in journeyings often, in perils of water, perils of robbers, perils of countrymen, in perils of heathens, in perils of the city, in perils of the wilderness, in perils of the sea, and in perils of false brethren. So that that last one kind of like surprised me like false brethren like i guess i had heard of it but i think kind of what he's trying to say here is that you don't always realize when there are false brethren and um when you look at kind of the antonyms and the synonyms of um persecute so an antonym of persecute is to encourage and so a synonym of persecute would be to discourage. And how many times have we been discouraged by a member of the church? Um, I know personally I have pretty recently. And, um, you know, that can be considered persecution. But also, how many times do we discourage people in the church? How many times have we not shown support for somebody out of whatever reason, out of jealousy or... Um, incompatibility or, or whatever. Sometimes insecurities get in your way too. You know, you think, oh, I can't talk to them, or they're they're gonna think, you know, that I'm, I'm um, you know, like I've never talked to them in a, before, but you know, I know that they're struggling with something. I could give them some kind of encouraging words, but you choose not to because the fear, you know, the insecurities yeah. of doing that. I know I've done that so many times, and that's one thing that I definitely need to work on, you know, it's just overcoming those insecurities and reaching out to everyone because in reality, we're all brothers and sisters, you know, in Christ. And mm -hmm. so, um, but it's hard to see that sometimes, if, you know, when we are in this world. Yeah. It's really hard to see that. Yeah. Um. 
And then finally, I want to look at how we're supposed to respond to persecution. Um, so if we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 12. Do you mind reading that for me, Marina? Yeah. And we labor, working with our own hands, being reviled. We bless, being persecuted. We endure. Keep going to 13, too. Being defamed, we entreat. We have been made as the fifth of the filth of the world, the offscuring of all things until now. So there he's he's talking about, you know, whenever you're persecuted, we're gonna endure that and um, we're we're resilient people and kind of throws in some humility in that too. Yeah, I don't wanna like overstep but like oh, in verse fourteen. He says, I don't write these things to make you ashamed, but to admonish you. You know, so he's not saying, trying to make them feel bad. He's trying to pick them up and make them realize, you know, even though you're going to endure lots of stuff and people are going to treat you badly, you know, I think he's trying to make them say that the ultimate outcome, you know, of living in heaven, you know, with Christ is, you know, that's the goal and it's going to be, the, you know, even better than anything if you denied Christ because you want to live good here. Yeah. And then um, in Luke six twenty, um, that's where Jesus is talking about um, if someone strikes you on the cheek, then you offer them the other. Um, and I think a lot of that comes out of um, the peace that no matter what they do to you in this life, you know our life is going to be greater than, and this life is temporary, but heaven is forever. Um, and then. Finally, in um, Matthew chapter 5, um, verse 11 and 12, um, which is where our original text is, is Jesus kind of tells us how we're to respond, and it kind of goes along with what Marina was saying earlier in her example about um, rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets which were before you. So, so there, Jesus is telling us to rejoice because that's showing that you're doing something right. It seems kind of backwards in our, our world now. Like if you're being persecuted, that's probably because you're doing something wrong. But really, it means that you're doing something very right. So, yeah, it's encouraging to read that too. <laughs> Any final thoughts? All right, well, just always remember, be humble, be kind, and be different. Bye. Bye.